Okay, so welcome to the Temple of Blair, episode A. Episode A? What's this? What's this? It's fine, it's all above board. So we decided we're going to number the episodes, which are normal episodes of the Tuesday podcast, and then we'll give anything else another delineation. Uh, In this case, it's an interview. It's an interview with Guido Gevels from the thrash band Cyclone. Cyclone are a Belgian thrash metal band who were active in, well, all the way through the 80s and took a break for about 27 years, and they're back now. But the relevance here is that they were part of Roadrunner for about two years and a bit of change from maybe late 85 through to about 1988. Uh, and that uh, particular relationship uh, yielded one album called Brutal Destruction, uh, which is now like an infamous Belgian thrash album. So I was speaking to Guido about his relationship with Roadrunner Records as part of the history of Roadrunner Records series that this podcast is churning out. Uh, we also talk about a lot of other shit, including uh, what it's like to bring the band back 27 years later and the scene today. So get stuck in, and there's a few plugs from up top. So Cyclone are re-releasing and remastering Brutal Destruction, as well as the follow-up, Inferior to None, which was released in 1990 under not Roadrunner, it was Justice Records. So keep an eye out for those and buy them when they come out. Guido also runs a club in Belgium called Negasonic. So once we're all back to normal, we should all pile onto a bus from Leeds, get the Megabus down in London, get the Eurostar, and go for a massive post-pandemic night out, I reckon. But anyway, this is some good shit, so make sure you listen, make sure you enjoy it. There's going to be a shit ton of these coming out over the next few weeks, because I've done about seven hours of, in- hours of interviews thus far. Anyway, one, two, fuck you up. Jim. Guido, how are you doing? <laughs> Fine, how are you? Yeah, yeah, not too bad, mate, not too bad. Can you hear me okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. It's just fine. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, right, so I've got about ten questions for you regarding Cyclone and uh, the olden days with Roadrunner Records. Um, <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll dive straight in. There's no um, particular format. We can just... I imagine when we get talking the answers will largely sort of answer themselves as opposed to going through one, two, three, four. Yeah, five, that's, five. That, that's, that's often the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, once, you get, once you start talking about these things and then, uh, you know, you, you already mentioned stuff that will be in, 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 in the next question. So, yeah. yeah, we'll see how it goes. You know, it's uh, just, you just shoot and, and then we'll see what, uh, what comes out of it. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> right, so, Cyclone. Um... 1980s Belgian thrash. Um, you're recording from a fairly early um, part of the. Well, most of the early days of the career was was recording like demos and um, one-offs and compilations. But your full length came out in 1986 with Brutal yep. Destruction. So, how did you end up getting signed in the first place? Was it Case Wessels that approached you? Was there a demo that went out? Did you catch which show? What, can you tell us the story of the first contact with Roadrunner? Yeah, it's it's a bit a mix of all the things you mentioned. You know, it's a, like we recorded uh, well, we recorded a few demos throughout the years, but uh, the first demo that we recorded that was really uh, uh, we wanted it to sound like was uh, was the demo we recorded in 1985 in 
I think it was uh, somewhere June, mm. June 1985. I think uh, could have been could be a little bit earlier, but uh, it's definitely uh, early 85. June 16th, 1985 yeah. in Hofstadt. Yeah, uh, yeah, we recorded the, the uh, in the grip of evil demo, you know. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, then uh, we we took this demo with us when we uh, we took off for like uh, three weeks to to New York because we wanted to, uh, to go negotiate our demo uh, at uh, Megaforce Records. Oh, okay. So and there was like the, there was like this uh, this girl I was uh, I knew uh, who was working there uh, named Metal Maria Ferrero. Metal Maria. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and she was. She was I, I met her like through the tape trading days, and I'd been trading stuff with her for years. And uh, and so she rolled into the business, and then I, you know, she told me she was like working for Megaforce, and she was uh, doing the promotion for the bands and stuff like that. So and then I sent her the demo. She says, "Wow, great demo!" And so uh, so the demo ended up at Megaforce, and uh, so we went down there to talk about it. But then Megaforce, in those days was like uh, they were distributing the Roadrunner stuff in the United States and and Roadrunner was distributing the Megaforce stuff in Europe. Yeah. So uh, so talking to 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 John Sasula who was uh, you know the owner at Megaforce mm-hmm. he said like you know like it it would be better for you guys to 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 hook up with Roadrunner and then automatically we will distribute it in the states you know right. so okay that's so, okay. because there was like there was like a kind of uh, you know they uh, they worked together and then and I, I it was like John said like you know I don't want to you know like uh, mess up the thing with with case you know and and so it, it would be better if you signed because you're a European band and it would not be cool of us to sign you guys here and then you know That's so he it says it's better it. I've never heard of that kind of arrangement between labels, but I guess it was I guess it was kind of like a gentleman's agreement. Yeah. I think it was something like that. Like uh, that's what to, of the record what John told me. I said like you know like yeah uh, you know it, it's better that you guys. Uh, so but but if he finally recommended us to Roadrunner, I don't have a clue because uh, when we came back, you know, uh, from from the states, uh, we did a few gigs and uh, and then there was a uh, fire fire. Our demo, you know, must have landed in in in. In one of the in one of the person's hands that that that, that was that had to do something with Roadrunner, mm. and uh, so there was like a, a first contact with Roadrunner, but uh, it we didn't really like it, and uh, so we uh, we went off to Germany to to go negotiate with uh, with Shark Records, right? Okay. And we did like a tryout in the studio for Shark Records, and then Shark was uh, was uh, was you know they were willing to to, to sign us, you know, and uh, and then uh, you know we 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 talked again to Road Racer because uh, in the meantime we had done like a, a kind of a, a, a battle of the bands contest, but only for metal bands, which was called the Metal Race. Oh, okay, cool. And. Uh, at this, uh, what we didn't know was that that in fact the the, the metal race was going to be recorded and was go and 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 was going to be released on the road on Roadrunner as a compilation album of the four finalists of of of, the, of, the, of that battle. So that was uh, so when, uh, Cyclone, Iron Grey, Explorer, and Lightning Fire. Yep, yep, yep. And we were in fact, you know, you know, 
we should have won the contest, but we ended up as being fourth because that day, you know, the, the guy of Roadrun that was there, we told him like, listen, mate, <laughs> we didn't know that this was going to be recorded and it was going to come out as a compilation and we don't want that, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's, your, said, it's like, your intellectual property. It's your copyright stuff. So, yeah. I yeah. So we said that. like, we don't, we, we don't want to take part in this compilation because, uh, you know, we didn't see the, you know, it would, what kind of benefit it would bring us, you know, it was like two live recordings of a song and, and we were there with a bunch of bands that we, that we, that we knew, but, but that were totally different than us. And then we said like, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't like this, this idea. Mm. So they were like, they were pissed off, you know, and they, <laughs> so they, so we ended up as being fourth. And then, you know, when, and then in the meantime, we, we negotiated the shark deal and then we came back and then, you know, uh, the guy from road racer that was from road runner that was, that, that, that was the, the contact guy for the compilation album. He said like, um, you know, like uh, case vessels, uh, uh, will come personally to Brussels to meet you guys because, uh, he wants to talk the deal over with you guys again. So he came back and we started, you know, we, we negotiated again with him. We did, he did a new proposal and we turned him down again <laughs> <laughs> because we said like you know like uh, you you're, you're not offering us enough you know yeah so because yeah. money wise it was a crappy deal and 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 we we said like we said no so finally two weeks uh, after that he came back to brussels case vessels he came back and uh and then he did a, a deal that week that we kind of couldn't refuse but part of the deal was that we would agree to release that compilation album sure. that we would say okay we take part on this on this metal race compilation album yeah so and 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 this metal race compilation album would, would be considered as being the first album of our contract deal because we yeah. signed a we signed a contract for five records and and that was the first and then then the second one would be the full the full the full length you know which was brutal destruction then you know so i'm gonna in, in my research um, around a few other bands um, around the same time, I've kind of built a, a model Roadrunner deal. So, kind of what most of the deals would look like. So, I'll run some of these terms past you and you can tell me how close your final deal was. And yeah. if you want, you can tell me what they were offering before then, because this is obviously the, the third time they offered you a deal. So, you mentioned five albums. Normally, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the standard appears to be six to seven albums. Uh, yeah, it could have been it could have been six. You know, um, yeah. I might be I might be wrong there, but uh, I, it could be. Yeah, I think it, I think it might have been six albums. Yeah, mm. and uh, but we considered that five as, as as we didn't consider that that sure. compilation as being the first album. So it should it should be something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So six or seven albums with an option after the second. So that's kind of like your probation period. Two albums, and then yeah. they can decide to drop or whatever. All yeah. publishing, intellectual property, copyrights, everything is. Uh, retained by a roadrunner uh, forever unless you were to buy it back off them um, yeah. no guaranteed tour support meaning they you know, apparently they would usually support any tour that a, their bands would go on but they wouldn't write it into a contract because they didn't want you to get bogged into a shit tour and then they'd have to pay for it effectively oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then last but not least around a $5,000 advance for the first album is that sound about 
right yeah that's about yeah that's about it i think yeah that's that's that sums up a little bit uh, of the of the deal uh I, I can't really remember if, if there was a mention of the uh, of the tour support and stuff like that, but uh, but uh, all the other things is is about uh, yeah, it's about the same as what you what you just mentioned, yeah. So what was the what was he offering you before then? Well, um, it was it they offered us like uh, like peanuts uh, per 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 selling unit, you know. It's like uh, it was like uh, we we. we the first thing we was that we should have uh, reimbursed them on 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 all the on all the costs they had done for the studio to record stuff like for the recordings and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. So and th and then after after they they had uh, recuperated the the money for the investment for the recordings, then we would get paid per per unit that we sold, you know. Like uh, we we would we would receive. I I can't remember exactly how much it was you know but but it we it was ridiculous it was a ridiculous amount we said like listen mate, <laughs> for that amount you know we we can get a better deal at chart records you know so so forget it so we turned him down uh Roderick were keen to recoup any recording costs and things like that but one thing they didn't tell you on it seems this is from my my research um they would pay they would recoup costs for recordings which hadn't been done yet so if they wanted to have a five album deal with you they would on your account try and pay for say the fifth album and then the fourth album then the third album then the second album and then start paying you yeah I think, yeah. Uh, yeah it was fairly yeah. brutal so when um when you did you actually sign a deal with shark at that point or were you in the late negotiation no, we never signed anything to Shark, you know, like uh, because they well, finally they invited us to the to the studio there, and we did uh, we did play a few tracks in the studio which they recorded, and then uh, after that they 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 said that, that they were very interested in us, you know. Right. So and then and, yeah. and then uh, and then yeah, then Roadrunner came again, you know, and uh, and then we we finally turned Shark down, said so like, listen, uh, we we're gonna sign with Roadrunner, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, it so was could have been quite close then. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we Shark never really offered us like uh, they 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 were willing to go ahead with us, but but they never gave us like a, a real proposal because we we just bluffed to Roadrunner saying that we can get a better deal at Shark, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just we we just bluffed them, and then uh, and I remember that that the, that the guy that was in between Case Wessels and, and us, you know, like the guy that wrote race of that I know that that I, I remember very well. He said like, you know, is the first time in, in in the Roadrunner history that I know that Case Wessels removes moved his ass like two times to go to Brussels for a band. <laughs> like before us, he he, he he never came out of his office to, to he, he never had met a band or dealt with a band. Uh, it was always somebody else. Fair enough. For, for us, for us, he came down to Brussels twice. Yeah. <laughs> that's good, that's good. He, he, he even paid, he even paid the drinks at the bar, you know, where, where we, where we met. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's the only thing we ever got out of him, you know, yeah. after that, it was, we never received anything. <laughs> um, so what, when is this, is this late 85 or early 86? I think it could have been uh, end '85, you know, mm. early early '86 uh, at the latest, you know. Cool, yeah. somewhere in that in that period. Do you yeah. remember the name of the chap uh, who was the go-between? 
between the well, it, was the, it was it, it was the guy that, that that produced our album you know the gus rowan ah right okay yeah yeah okay. that makes sense that makes sense okay yeah so uh when they get you into the studio to record brutal destruction do they try and influence the direction of the sound or do they kind of just leave you to it no, they, they, we, we, we could do whatever we wanted. They never, they, they never said anything about uh, the sound or this. They just, uh, you know, we just could go ahead. They, they had, there was the budget, and we could go ahead. You know, uh, they never, you no, know, they never said anything about, uh, or they never came in between. You know, mm. no, no. Do you remember how long you had in the studio? Oh, uh, I think uh, with the budget we had, there was uh, it was only a few days. So we, I think we we recorded the whole the whole thing and mixed it. Uh, I think in three days. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm, so the record recordings and 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 the final mixing and uh, it, it it was all done in three days. For three days, it sounds really killer. To be fair. <laughs> We were disappointed with with with, with recording with, with with how it sounded in, in the end, you know. But uh, really? yeah, yeah, what's, yeah. What's wrong with it? From in your well, opinion? The, well, the the when when you heard the the, the original tape, it, the the original tape was was far better sounding than 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 what finally came on 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 on, on vinyl, you know. And, uh, right. So that sounds like we lost we lo- we lost a lot on on. The, with the engravement of the vinyl, you know, so, so that's uh, yeah. That sounds like a mastering we, problem. <laughs> well, well, we we I think uh, there was a first uh, a first test pressing and uh, and we were so disappointed by that 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 uh, that we went to another company to uh, to engrave the record again, you know, and then but but there was there was not much improvement, you know. It, it, it was yeah. I don't know what happened, you know. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe uh, with the mastering something went wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. We recently remastered it, and now it sounds a lot better. You know. <laughs> I was going to ask about that. So who's who's putting that out? Is it just you independently? Mean, but the, you mean what we what we're going to bring out now? Yeah, yeah. So the remasters are they going to be are they going to be issued by another label, or is it just going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's go- it's going to be on a on a on a on a on a, on a on a small label though. it's a friend of us that runs the label you know right. it's called zeal zeal records z e a l zeal records cool and he's you know he hasn't released any metal stuff so far but but the guy itself he's uh he's an, an old timer in the metal in the in, in you know in the in the metal scene I, i've known him from from age 14, 15, when he came to the to the cyclone shows, and he he's always been a, a total fan of the band, and 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 it, it, uh, he wanted to. He said like, I, I would love to release that stuff. So, so we said like, well, yeah, because we know him well and we trust him. Sure. So, so, sure. would you not run into any issues with Rotor on on that basis? Because technically, they would own the IP for. Um... Well, 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 we, we we're actually working on that because you know, a road Roadrunner sold sold uh, sold all their stuff to to bmg and then bmg uh, to warner and, and yep. so now it's it, it, all the stuff is at warner so and uh, we're trying to get it sorted yeah uh, only the only the first album of course not the second album but the, the first album so and uh we've, we've been putting a lawyer on it and we've done some you know he's been doing some great work on it and, and uh 
and with all the stuff we have uh, normally we should we should be able to get off the hook you know cool <laughs> no but you know we, we, we've been talking to owner and and you know they're willing uh, they said like there's no problem if if we want to they they're willing to license it to 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 zeal records you know mm. but then, then we they, then we have to pay for for it yeah but we 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 want to get our we want to get the rights back you know we want to we want to we want to be the owner of our of our songs again and 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 do whatever whatever with the, with those songs what we want to do you know so without having to to each time uh, go via Warner you know it's a uh, because yeah. it, it's 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 by the time now I think uh, things like uh, owning the rights forever is 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 a thing that that uh, that is you know it doesn't exist anymore you know in 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 in, in nowadays uh, legal terms such things are are, are impossible so in, in in most in most countries even in belgium and in holland you know it's 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 all those contracts have been have been you know who have who have a, who have like a, an article in it that where, where that is stated that it that it's that it's forever or or for for i, I don't know how long you know yeah. uh, all those contracts are are, are in fact illegal mm. so uh so uh only on that point we should be able to to get our rights back but there's other stuff you know uh, there's other legal stuff that we can that we can that we will use to get our rights back because you know they never did anything for us and all those years that they have, the album has been lying there without you know nobody ever doing anything with it and whatever you know and plus plus they 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 lost the original tapes they don't they don't even have the master tape anymore oh, so no. And that's the entire no, point of, of holding everything forever, so you can have the master tapes. Yeah, so, so, so if they don't have the master tape, you know, how can they, you know, they they, they have nothing. Yeah, what's the value of, of the license if there's nothing there to license? Yeah, you know, that, 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 that's, that's just the point, you know. So they lost the tape and, and then they they finally uh, gave licenses to, to other companies to, 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 to do CD reissues of our first album, like X Killer and uh, and uh, Metal Minded Records in Poland, mm. and then they have and then they have like ripped it of a, of, a, of an album, of a vinyl, and then and and and, 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 it, and it's not even a good vinyl because the record jumps two three times, so yeah. and and you hear it on, you hear it on the CD, you know, it's like it's it's, it's so crazy, it's like they, they didn't even deliver like a. A, a quality rip of of, of of a vinyl they they just used a vinyl which was not even intact you know with yeah, the, yeah. The, the, so it's all and all this stuff together we're going to use against them to get to get it back you know yeah. but but the main thing is they don't they don't have they don't have the master anymore they don't like they don't have the recordings anymore mm. so how can they so they they haven't got a you know I'm there's nothing left, you know? yeah it's just it's just pissing the wind isn't it at the end of the day yeah yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So obviously there were hands off in the um, in the recording process. The mix, as you say, was a little bit contentious because you lost a lot of the fidelity on the vinyl. So let's talk about the the artwork. Where did that come from? Well, that we didn't know because we had uh, we had uh, we had somebody that 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 took care of the artwork and uh, and then suddenly. The artwork was changed, you know. Like uh, then, I, I I received a call from 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 uh, from Gus Rowan, the guy in between, you know, the yeah. case and us, you know. 
who said like you know from Monday on the the record will be in the shops you know so I went to the to the shops on Monday and I couldn't find our record and the guy then the guy pointed out well there it is and then I saw it was a totally different cover you know so we'd, we'd never seen the cover before and they, they never told us they were going to change the cover <laughs> so they didn't tell us like no we don't like your cover or the cover has been rejected they just they just decided to change the cover and we never saw the cover before before it was released you know uh, we just we were just like left open mouth with open mouth in the in the record so like what the fuck is this you know <laughs> like plus the fact that they changed the, the title of the album as well you know it was a uh, because we, we we did we never wanted to 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 be brutal destruction right I didn't it's notice. like no, we we the the original title was was in fact going to be the destroying brutality that was the original title what the fuck yeah we want that was the title that that, that we had was the destroying brutality but roadrunner yeah afterwards when because i was furious when i when i came into the into the store and, and saw not only the cover had changed but also the title had changed yeah then i said like i, I called case and I said like what the fuck man yeah, yeah like you just you just you know you didn't even tell us and then, yeah yeah but you know and then he's he said like you know yeah but you know like uh yeah i think brutal destruction sounds more commercial you know and the fact he says like now with the german band destruction being so popular uh, you know it's it's a good thing like i said like fuck off man and i threw down the phone you know I said, like, <laughs> stupid wanker <laughs> if anything you don't want to sound like an existing band you know you don't want to sound like a, a... yeah and and, and and you know and, and especially like you know like what what he mentioned like you know with with the band destruction being so popular now you know the german band destruction uh, you can only get benefit out of it as a like fuck man <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be compared to, to to destruction in germany it's like we, we, have, we have, you know we haven't got anything in common with those guys yeah. it's like yeah, we knew the guys at destruction because we had played a couple of shows with them already at, at that time and they were nice guys they were nice blokes we we got good along with this destruction guys but but you know it's like changing a, the album title that, that was you know that was that was stupid you know it was yeah, so yeah. stupid it's like walking into the record shop in 1983 and finding out that you've been renamed to brian maiden it just doesn't it, it doesn't that make any sense it doesn't benefit anyone <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and i and i thought that you know it 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 meant something totally different as well you know like if you say brutal destruction or the destroying brutality mm. it's something totally different you totally. know it's uh brutal destruction sounds like the title of a review of the band not the yeah. Band title. <laughs> yeah maybe yeah 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 you could you could say it like that yeah <laughs> i guess the case, the case was an opera guy i guess though so maybe he had like a more latin twinge on how things should be li uh, labeled but i don't know that's that's so dumb <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. What was the original it, art going to be then? What was the intended artwork? Well, the intended artwork was like a painting for, from a guy that we knew, you know. Uh, he was like a, a tattoo artist uh, that could, like, uh, he, he, this guy could really make beautiful drawings. And uh, it was like, back in those days again, you know, it was, uh, it was like a kind of a. It was a kind of a, a cyclone thing on the, on, 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 on that in, in the left down corner, in the left far corner was like a cyclone and, and a huge cyclone, you know, like a, 
like the kind of things you see like in the states on tv you know like oh, the, big, uh, the big tornadoes and yeah yeah big tornadoes and then out of the tornado was like a kind of a yeah there was like a, some like kind of a metal army marching out of it oh. you know like uh you know it was uh, you know long-haired guys with, with 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 leather jacket stuff so you know it was but it was it was it, it was a great drawing you know it was yeah. it really was 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 well done it was you know i just tell it and then it is if, if you if you would tell it to somebody now it sounds it's it sounds like something ridiculous but but no, you, know, it's, it, you it's have metal. to see you have to see it in the spirit of 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 of, of, of back in the day you know yeah. when when that this kind of stuff was very common and uh, and it was it was it the drawing itself was great you know it was it was uh it was like uh the the, the use of the of the colors was 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 right as well. I thought it was like with green and blue shit in it. It was it was it was. Yeah. I, I never understood why they why they turned it down, and then they they just came up with that cover with which was everything we hated. You know, like like a skull. You know, like we were like fuck. You know, this is so. You know, we were so disappointed when it came out. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit it's a bit basic, isn't it? Really. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey man, when when you get through the um, licensing stuff and you retain the rights back, you can reissue the album with the intended cover. Yeah, but but we you know we we lost it. You know, we we don't have it anymore. Ah. It, it it was like uh, yeah, it, it got destroyed uh, because because uh, we kept the painting and it was uh, like uh, in in the place where we rehearsed, we had it on the wall. You know. Mm. Mm. And then one day uh, there was like a, yeah, it was an old building and there was there was like a leak somewhere so and then uh, with heavy rain so it was yeah it was destroyed you know like uh, yeah lost to time. it was all yeah yeah but we 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 never noticed that there was like a, a wet spot in that corner and and then uh, in, in the back of the of the whole painting there was moisture on it and then finally it, it totally destroyed the thing yeah well, sadly man. hey man <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can always ask someone else to to churn something out yeah. Yeah, you know, like, 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 you know, now I have peace with it, you know, like if we, if we re-release it, I think we're just gonna, gonna, we're just gonna reuse the, the thing as it was, you know, it's, exactly. uh, it would be stupid now to, to change it and, and, yeah. you know, like uh, people are so used to it now and, 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 you know, if I talk to people, uh, so, mm. you know, people find it less disturbing than we do, so <laughs> it's like, so. So when I'm... Uh, where am I? So, while you're uh, dealing with Roadrunner throughout the album cycle for Brutal Destruction, um, yeah, what was your impression of Case as a person? Was he an alright guy? Is just uh, aside from all the silly decisions that he might have made, I never felt a connection with him. It was a he was a businessman, you know. He's a he, he, you could feel that uh, the, you know he didn't have any connection with the music you know he didn't even like metal in the first place so mm. it's interesting never... it's very interesting he's, he, I think you're right I think he he is a business guy and I think he just he'd been in the game for like what by by the time Brutal Destruction came out 20 odd years so I think he he just knew the game really well and he knew an angle so yeah, 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 and I think he was just responding to what was emerging at the time, um, which isn't a bad thing, I guess. But it's it, it, it's just a shame that that manifested in uh, decisions which really affected the artist's integrity. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what comes after brutal destruction then? Because at this point, and I'm going to refer back to the deal here. 
we've got the, the six or seven albums. They've got the split album, uh, the Battle of the Bands one. They've got Brutal Destruction. So they, they've technically got two albums now. So are we at the point where the option's up? Or are they trying to push well, you back into the studio? Well, uh, we started working on new songs and then we came to the point that we had the new songs and uh, and that uh, that we yeah we were like uh, negotiating it with, with, with Case and they were willing to do the second album, you know? It, it was, uh, and there was a contact made with, uh, with Alex Perialis, uh, you know, the... Uh, the guy in uh, in New York in Ithaca, you know that that that, that did the SOD and Anthrax yeah. albums yeah. and stuff like that. So and he was a uh, he was a uh, very enthusiastic to, to do our second album. He was willing to do it. Uh, mm. I, I I had him on the phone a couple of times and he was really very enthusiastic. I said, "Oh, I really I would love to do it and stuff like that." Yeah. But then came the thing with Roadrunner, you know, that they kept on postponing it. You know, that it was like, "Yeah, but then we're gonna first do a new a new Anthrax album." So the cycle album has to wait for a while. Mm. Okay, so so we waited, and then uh, after six months, uh, I said to Kate, like, uh, okay, mate, uh, you know, uh, we are ready, you know. So and then he said, like, yeah, but uh, we signed a new band, and we, we're gonna first do this new band. And I said, what is that new band? Ah, it's it's the new Metallica, you know. For me, it's the new Metallica. He says that was then there was the band Toxic. <laughs> So and then so so finally they, so then then we, we we had to wait again and they were they were doing the toxic album mm. and then after the toxic album uh, you know he said like yeah but we're first gonna do a new overkill album you know right okay and I said like listen mate in the end there's like two years in between those albums yeah. that we still have to record it and stuff and so I got in a I got in a, in, you know, in a conversation with him, and then he turned out, in, 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 you know, I, I just got angry, you know, and uh, and I told him to fuck off, you know. <laughs> so uh, I, I just told him to fuck off. I said, like, listen, mate, this isn't gonna work, and uh, like, if, if 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 this game goes on like this, then then I think it's better that you just, you know, you fuck just, yeah. you know, we just, yeah, we just get rid of this this whole deal, and you just you just let us go, you know. Mm. So we we try our luck somewhere else. Because this isn't gonna work, you know. Like I, I, you know, you've been behaving like a like a real asshole, and I, and I can't take that anymore. So that, you know. So finally, yeah. Then a week later, I received the letter that we that you know that we could go. Okay. <laughs> mm. yeah. It's interesting because at that time you, you mentioned it was two years. So we're in 1988. The American office had opened, um, and maybe even some other ones around. There might have been the UK when I'm not too sure. So the resources that Roadrunner had had expanded by that point. So their excuse to not have you back in the studio is kind of baffling to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a bit silly. And especially yeah, because it, it, Abigail came out from King Diamond, so money were coming in. They had the resources. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is because I was, I was, because, you know, Brutal Destruction sold pretty well, you know. It, it was an album, we sold a lot of units, and uh, we were, you know, that... I remember that 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 they, that they told us at Roadrunner, you know, even uh, back at Roadrunner in, in the states already, you know, they were t they were telling me that we were the best selling album, yeah, you know, mm. because we just mentioned King Diamond here, but and I remember like uh, receiving a phone call from uh, from the office in the in in New York, and that was this uh, this lady that used to wear it was her name was Holy Lane. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 Oli just, just called me up and said like, uh, says like, hey, listen, you know, she says like, uh, I have somebody on the phone who wants to speak to you. I said, oh yeah, really? So she said, oh, wait a second, I'll hand over. So I take the phone, you know, and then I hear like, yeah. hey, you know, this is King Diamond here. <laughs> and I feel like, hey, <laughs> and he says like, I have to, you know, you congrats with with, with your album, you know, because uh, you guys are you know, the best selling album for the moment. He says like. Uh, so keep up the good work. So that, and then he had the over Holy Lane again, you know, like <laughs> that was, that was so strange, you know, <laughs> that was so weird. So because finally, I just couldn't understand why they, why, why, why they dropped us, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't understand why they didn't drop you. They didn't really drop you. They just kept peddling you along. It was a different. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they, they just left us. Yeah. And then we said like, listen, because, uh, in the meantime, like 88, we, we, we were on tour with, with another roadrunner band called blessed death. Yep. Yep. You know? And, and so we were close friends because I got, I got blessed that in, you know, mm. I talked, I talked to case Wessels. I said, like, listen, I, I have these friends of mine playing a band blessed Dead, and, uh, and then you should give these guys a listen because I'm, yeah, they're very interested in, in joining, uh, you know the the roadrunner stall you know yeah, and, then, yeah. and then finally yeah they they signed up blessed death and they did the, the second blessed death album and we toured with blessed death but there was no support from roadrunner of course they didn't even want to pay for the posters Jesus. so yeah yeah, yeah it was uh, so so we did like a, a whole european tour and it was the guy the guy that organized the tour that that, that paid everything you know like it mm. was the the metalisé agency in belgium they did a lot of a lot of bands in those days, all Roadrunner bands, and they, they, they were the guys that, that, that got all the all these bands for the first time to Europe, like uh, like Morbid Angel and uh, Sepultura, you name them, all the mm. bands from, from back in the day, all the first tours they did in Europe was with Metalize Agency from Belgium. Yeah. And I knew the guy from, from Metalize very well, you know, Johan, and and that's why why we ended up on, on going on tour with Metalize as well, and and we toured to, together with Blessed Death because he was so fond of that band, you know, he liked mm. Blessed Death a lot. So, and then after that tour, and then after that tour, you know, like both Blessed Death and Cyclone you know, we were totally ignored by Rotor, and, and both both bands finally got the boot, you know. Mm. Yeah. So that's the end of your tenure with Roadrunner. Um, any would you have done anything differently? It sounds like it sounds like none of this is your fault. <laughs> it sounds like you're you very passive in this relationship, and a lot of um, and you kind of left at the side of the road. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. A lot of people yeah, yeah, think it's it's just business, and it is in a way. But there's yeah. it's the stringing along bit which kind of uh, it irks me a bit because normally the story from Roadrunner is if a band isn't selling or if a band is not in it uh, can't be invested in, they will just drop them, and it'll be usually somewhat amicable. People tend to you know, stay friends afterwards because sometimes things just don't work out. But stringing you along is a different story altogether, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, we never we never heard from them again afterwards, and they, they, we never received any any we never received a penny, mm. and then uh, we we hardly received any statements. You know, uh, because they said like yeah afterwards after many many years after, then uh, I got in touch with them again because uh, there was a Dutch label that 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 like maybe like 15 years ago wanted to re-release uh, Brutal Destruction and, yeah. uh, and then they got in touch with Roadrunner and uh, and then, uh, then they were saying like yeah but uh, we need to have an official statement from one of the, the, the guys in the band and you know stuff like that and 
until I got in, in touch with them again. It was the first time uh, in all those years that I got back in touch with them. Mm. And then and I said, like, yeah, but we never received any statements and stuff like that. And they said, oh, but we didn't have your address. I said, my address hasn't changed in all those years. And that from the guitar player as well. We still have the same addresses. So, so mm. you know, but we never saw a penny. Yeah. And we never, and, and finally we never heard back from them again. But but due to that contact with, with the Dutch label trying to, to, to re-release our album, that's where I found out that they that they lost the master tapes, that they didn't have the tapes yeah. anymore. Right. So that was the good point out of it, <laughs> finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, well, that, that covers it for the Roadrunner stuff. It's a shame that there's not a, a, a kind of a brighter experience because some of these um, interviews I've done, it's a it's good eclectic mix of horror stories and also, you know, there was some good bits and we made friends and, you know, there's still a community around it. But so yeah. I guess it doesn't always work out that way. It, it was strange, you know. We we recorded the album. The album came, it hit the shops, and and the album was selling very well. But but we never heard from them. They never got in touch with us. They never gave us any support. We never saw any penny. It was very strange. Then then finally, you know, like uh, we 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 just made all the new songs for the second album and then uh, we sent out a tape to them and said like listen we're ready and then uh yeah then it's okay and then we we got the deal to to go ahead to, to pick a, a a new producer and an engineer and stuff like that so we we got in touch with alex perry alex and said yeah no problem alex is a great man and this and that so uh mm. so we got everything we got everything settled with uh with, with alex perry alice and and then finally, yeah, <laughs> they kept on postponing yeah. the recording of the album, which was, which, you know, we just we just didn't get it, you know. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's so strange. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. You're back. You're back. So it's good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like after a 27 year gap, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're back. You know, like uh, yeah, and uh, we just uh, remastered uh, the albums. It's sounding great and. Uh, so now, uh, you know, I hope that uh, that the outcome of the of the negotiation with our lawyer and, and Warner will be uh, in our favor. Mm. Mm. And otherwise, yeah, you know, we, we we will have to pay for for the license, you know, which is which is uh, which is a sad thing. But then, uh, yeah, we're paying for master tapes, which apparently don't exist. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, so um, that's, that's that's in fact in fact a good a good point for us, you know. So. Mm. Yeah, I hope man. we can use it. Yeah. Are you? Uh, will you be producing new music, or will you be like having a gestation period of just getting used to being back in, in the saddle again? No. Well, the first thing is like uh, we, uh, we 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 have a bunch of songs that 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 were still lingering lingering around. You know, like uh, from from that era. You know, that that should have stuff that should have been uh, that should have that should have have appeared on our second album. Yeah. But 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 you know in. in Finally, you know, like, because uh, the, the the other thing was that after we we got dropped by Roadrunner, you know, we we started looking around for a new label, and we 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 were going through labels like uh, in, in Germany, like uh, Nuclear Blast and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But they, you know, they all said, yeah, but if you weren't happy at Roadrunner, you know, you won't be happy here as well and <laughs> stuff like that, you know. So so it finally it it was finally a vicious circle, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then and then so so then we lost we lost our drummer we lost the, the rhythm guitarist because they said like you know this is, you know this doesn't make sense anymore and uh, mm. I quit and so the band finally broke up 
but you know, I, I just kept kept it going and got new musicians in, and, and so finally we signed to a smaller label in Belgium, and we did the the, the second album. Mm. But but between the the first and the second album, there was like a four year gap. So uh, so so that's where we where we had to pick. You know, we we wrote new songs, and that's where songs that we had ready for that for the for the second album at at still at the Roadrunner days. Yeah, those songs were like uh, fell out of the boat. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and now the first thing we want to do is is uh, we like uh, we have like four or five songs of of that pack that we say like those are still words yeah. releasing you know so we we first want to we like uh, like uh, reworking those songs and uh, and uh, the first thing we want to do now is uh, is re-release the, the the first two albums yeah and then we then the step after that is is release like. Uh, is released like five, six songs from from that should have appeared on the second album. Yeah, and then you know, old stuff that old stuff that's lingering around, but 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 it's 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 still great stuff. It's somewhere in between the first and the second album. You mm. know, it's uh, it, which it's closer to the first album than to the second album, but it's all it's, it's nasty. It's nasty stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it it's great stuff, and we we you know, we, we 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 would love to release those songs. And after that, then then we would be. You know, doing new stuff. We uh, we've we've been taping some stuff. You know, like uh, it's very basic. You know, but it's uh, if we have ideas at rehearsal, like spontaneous ideas, we record them and uh, we just uh, keep them aside and uh, and uh, you know come back. To so the job, me, yeah. me, the guitar player myself, he has a, he has a home recording studio. So uh, so we've been you know he has been recording uh, all the all the good ideas uh, and he has been putting drums and bass on it. So now. Uh, the next step is now that uh, and that, that's, that's somewhere next week going to happen is that, that, that I'll, I'll spend the day at his house and we go through all that stuff that we uh, already have uh, have all new stuff, you know, so and, and make a, make like a, you know, decide like oh, we could use this. No, this is not nothing for us. And, you know, because we, we've recorded maybe like uh, <laughs> 60, 70 IDs already, you know, but yeah, not yeah. all that stuff is, 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 is going to be, is going to be used, you know, it's, sure. You know, it's it's when we start rehearsing, we always jam like for like a one hour before we really kick off to rehearse. You know, mm. yeah. And it's in those jamming when we jam, it's like spontaneous ideas pop up. You know, it's like, wow, this is a great riff. You know, mm. or this is a great chorus and, and stuff like that. You know, and so then we tape it and and then he tapes it home really in a, in a good version with put some drums on it and stuff like that. Mm. Mm. And then finally we go through all that stuff and say like, okay this we can use this we cannot use you know it's like you know it's interesting how the uh your process is still quite organic uh you're still using the jam sessions to produce the ideas and produce kind of the chemistry oh, oh yeah 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 that, that has always been the case you know we've we never we've never been the kind of band that would that sought after a song you know we never we never said like, okay we have to make a song now we, mm. that, that that's it never worked for us like that all the songs we ever wrote were spontaneous ideas yeah it's uh all came out of our jammings at the rehearsal you know like uh it's 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 mostly most of the time it's me that says like wow this is a great riff because the guitar player he's just he's just playing you know whatever comes in his mind and he's not paying attention if i don't stop him the idea is gone you know i just yeah, have to say yeah. hey this is great and you know you think so yeah so and then yeah that's that's how we make songs you know we never we never been uh like uh, like at home uh, sitting in a corner trying to 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 find a good idea you know and mm. that's not how it works for us you know it's mm. all it's it has always been spontaneous ideas 
the beautiful thing about what I'm finding in this in this project is um, when I'm researching all the bands, it's always the band was active from '81 to '88, a few reunion shows in the '90s, and then it always says 2007 to present. They've all reformed, so I, it's, it's cool to see. And I've seen some live footage of yourself and Realm from the past few years, and uh, you haven't lost it, man. It's you can still hit the high notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, well, you know, if, if it's for me, it's 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 you know, I can still hit the high notes, you know, that it's not a problem. But uh, I'm just not too fond anymore of doing it. You know, it's uh, right. of course in, in 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 playing the old songs, I still do it. You know, because they were recorded like that, and, and I always try. Even now, you know, we did we did a couple of tryouts because the band reformed and we rehearsed for like a year and a half, mm. and then. Like in December 2019, we did our first tryout, and then of course the the pandemic yeah, yeah. fucked us up. Fucked us up, of course, because we we did like four four tryouts, which went all down really great, and and then we had a lot of offerings uh, for festivals and 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 shows abroad, and you know everything was cancelled. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. But we but, but we refused to give up. You know, it's it's uh, it's like. It's 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 a shame that after 27 years, you know, you you start playing music again, and then you you're stopped by a by a fucking pandemic. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. Who, who could ever who could ever have thought? You know, because we, in 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 the old days, we always we always referred to a, a kind of a cyclone curse. You know, <laughs> there was always shit happening to us. Yeah. You know, like the cyclone curse hits us again. And that's what we, we we would make jokes about it. So now after 27 years. We kick off and everything goes down well, you know. Like we reform, we find good lads to join the band. The band is tight. We do a few tryout shows. They go down really great. We get a lot of offerings. We say like, "Fuck, mate, we we lost of the fucking, you know, we lost of this fucking curse." And then the <laughs> pandemic, the pandemic strikes. <laughs> you know, it's like oh, the cyclone no. curse is uh, hitting everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's everyone's curse, you know. This one, <laughs> it's not only ours. Well, I'm glad you're back at it, man, because life's too short. And quite frankly, um, I'd like to see more older bands kick ass because you know I think that I think there's a, there's a an expectation that people hang up the guitars and that's it. They can't really they can't mosh out anymore. But I think everyone must have heard Firepower by Judas Priest and gone. Actually, you know what? I think we can fucking. I think we can do it. Well, yeah, it's uh, we. We kept on talking about it for, uh, you know, like we, we didn't talk about it in a long time, you know, that we didn't just, you know, we, we didn't, we never discussed Cyclone in a long time. Mm. But then the last couple of years, we you know, like we, we would sometimes like, you know, start talking about it and say, ah, we'd be good. and then finally, you know, like uh, we got to the point where we said like, ah, maybe we should give it another shot, you know, like we're not done yet, you know, <laughs> like, and then, and and then it, it it was just like the first jams we did. Like uh, I just uh, got in touch with 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 a drummer I knew, and he's 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 the drummer in the band right now. And he's uh, I, I hadn't seen him uh, playing his in his previous band, and I thought like what a kick-ass drummer he is, you know. Like and, mm. uh, and I told I told Stefan uh, the, the the rhythm guitarist, the original rhythm guitarist in Cyclone. I told her like, man, uh, man, I've seen this drummer, and uh, you know, if we ever do a tryout again, you know, like we have to, we have, if we ever try it again with Cyclone, I'm yeah. gonna ask that guy, you know. Yeah. So I asked him to, if he wanted to jam with us, and I said like, I'm just jamming with the old Cyclone guitar. He said like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. So he came down and uh, and we we played like two, three Cyclone songs, and we just knew immediately like, wow, you know, mm -hmm. like. 
fuck, we still have it, you know. <laughs> it's like we can still pull it, pull this off, you know. And uh, and it was ever since it was uh, it was great. And then we found the other guys, and and we found the right guys, not only music wise, but also, you know, like it. it they're great guys. The yeah, good yeah. jokes, laughs, and it's the band is tight. Not only musically, but also as uh, the friendship is there. You know, it's a uh, we, we got a good bunch of lads, and then uh, you know, it's a uh, everything yeah, was going smooth, and, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's a uh, and uh, it's in fact, it, I think this is the best lineup we have ever had. You know, it's it really is. Yeah. It's a uh, music wise, and 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 as friends, you know, really, it's a. Uh, We've never gotten this good along as uh, before. We always had quarrels and stuff and shit going on, and there was always something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now it's 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 good. It's like uh, yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. Well, I'll, I'm going to be keeping an eye out for the remasters. Uh, I'll keep uh, I'll, I'll follow Zeal Records and I'll signal boost for you guys. Yeah, yeah, and and hopefully hopefully we can yeah, we can uh, we can cross the pond, you know. It's yeah. like. Uh, <laughs> It would be it would be great to to play uh, to play the UK and, and stuff like that, you know. Uh, it's a uh, well, there was interest. There was interest in, uh, in 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 us from 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 the guys from Brofest, you know, in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if, if you know that festival. Yep, yeah, I'm familiar. And uh, one of the guys in uh, in 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 uh, in the in the organization is a huge Cyclone fan and. Uh, and I went to I went to to, the, to Brofest a couple of times because I I, I, you know, I like a lot of these old English bands you know mm-hmm. from the new wave of British not like Satan and Blitzkrieg and stuff like that so because that's what we grew up you know that that that's the roots of Cyclone you know it's yeah, yeah. it's bands like it's bands like Satan and Jaguar. Hey, dude, and I'm speaking to um, I'm speaking to Gary from Jaguar in two hours. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Gary, Gary played at my because I I own a little club in Belgium, you know, uh, mm. in, in the city where I live. I have a I have a small club called Negasonic, and Jaguar played there like three times. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So uh, I, 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 I met Gary, I met Gary a couple of times, and uh, yeah, it would be it would be great having them back again. But he lives in Brazil now. Huh? Yeah, I'm gonna ask him about that because every time I every time I look someone up. I was like, oh, right, they're a band based in Bristol, UK. Oh, this will be fine. We can put our feet up. It's Saturday night. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got to now make sure my time zones are aligned and make sure that he's okay with a, his Saturday afternoon being occupied by me blabbering on for an hour. <laughs> well, I think he loves that as well, you know. it's. Uh, I think it's also his life, you know, that band. Yeah, he's, been, uh, he's, he's been keeping that band going and, uh, you know, I think uh, they still have it, you know, like... Uh, it was a good thing they got rid of that singer because he was an annoying twat. But <laughs> but but, but uh, you know, finally it it, it almost it, it, it also was like nearly the end of the band, you know. And then they got this this guy from from Night Demon uh, singing, and uh, you know, he does a good job, I think, uh, on the vocals. But he's not a permanent member, of course. And, no, he just lied. And then not, and and then he he moves to Brazil, you know. So that's you know, that's another. <laughs> weird story i think but good you know like i hope uh, i hope uh, he can get his shit together and uh, and and reform that band you know uh, it would be great to to have jaguar back over here in europe again you know and, uh, mm. and having them back at my club you know uh, i've had all of these bands in my club i tend to to have an old english band once a month at my club you know so okay. dude so i'll come I've down lot- i'll take the train i'll take the eurostar and come down and see you no, oh, yeah, that would be great, man, to catch up one day. Huh? Yeah, yeah. you just uh, you just let me know. You know, you can always crash here. It's no problem. Huh? <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. 
I've got two I've got two more questions for you, then I'm gonna let you go. All right, mate. It was good talking to you. Um so as we're approaching Halloween, have you ever yeah. seen a ghost or have you had anything uh spooky or paranormal happen to you? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I look in the mirror after after I've been like uh, staying out too long with the with the lads, then uh, then then I can see a ghost sometimes. But then <laughs> okay, a worn out ghost. You know? <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, last last thing, um, I'd like to do a bit of a tape trade with you. Uh, I'd like you to tell me about any small band from your local area who you think deserves. <laughs> All the signal boosting, all the the shares on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff, and I'll tell you a band from my area who I think deserves it as well. Except our own bands, but let's leave those out. Yeah, mate. Now you're asking me a question. <laughs> um, well, yeah, there's a, there's a there's a local band here with 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 cool lads, and you know, they, they, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but because they're a small band, and they they're called Kluder, K L. U double D E, brother, and they uh, and they're like uh, yeah. I think it's they play something in between doomy black metal stuff, you know. But it's 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 got a groove, you know. And that's yeah. that's that that's that's what really attracts me in that band. Yeah, it's uh, they, their stuff is groovy, and, and they're on a small label, and uh, they they they. they, they my honest opinion they deserve more cool i'm gonna check it out and i'm gonna give it the boost that i think it deserves so well uh, I'll, I'll send you i'll send you a couple of links maybe yeah, so then awesome. uh, that makes it easier for you so then then you'll have to look uh yeah, well, to look too far. cool um the band i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, give to you is a band from leeds called dream troll um, I've never heard of them. Yeah, cool. That means that means I'm doing it right. So they they <laughs> call they call themselves they identify themselves as like a a new wave of British heavy metal band, but like a keeping the spirit alive. I think that's kind of BS. I think they're too new school to be tethered to that term. But yeah. there is a vibe there. So I'll send you a bunch of links of Dream Troll, and you can let me know what you think. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll give you my honest opinion. You know, like uh, I'm always honest in my opinions. You know, if if I if, and if I think it's 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 not my cup, I will tell it. You know, it's uh, I'm not gonna say yes, oh, it's good. Yeah. If, if I think it, this is shite, you know, it's a, the, it's a, people have to live with the fact that uh, I'm too honest, you know. But I, I don't care. It's uh, that's the way it is, you know. Sometimes yeah. people, you know, hate my guts because I, I tell them the truth, and then I say like, well, but you know, you, you want me to lie to you and tell you, you know, oh great, and and and, and I think. You're shite. No, I just tell you you're shite. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean the reason that, the reason I, I call it tape trading is simply because there's so much music out there, and it's so difficult to like zone into uh, certain yeah. bands. So I think it might be easy. It's easy for me to say to people, let's let's swap a band from our respective areas, and then let's zone in on, and see what we think. And I think that's what keeps the scene alive, and it keeps it keeps the community uh, strong. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that it's it's as you say, you know, there's, there's there's such an overkill of bands, and everybody can can make stuff at home now. It's so easy to 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 make a demo and and and, and to throw it on the internet, and everything is just a mouse click away, you know. And yeah. and there's such an overkill of bands, you know. Nobody can ever keep up with that, and 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 I'm sure I'm sure, yeah, there must still be 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 a lot of good bands around, but but you know, you just. It's, it's hard to, to 
it's hard to 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 reach out for them and, and make a selection and and skip all the the the, the 95 crap you know because it's it's such an, an, an overload yeah it's it's in, it's insane you know it's uh it's insane yep yeah and and not and not and not and not every good band gets a gets a record deal you know that that's that, that's a fact you know that mm. it, it has always been like that you know even in the tape trading days i have tons of tapes here at home of bands that never released anything but a demo and bands of which i think these should have been like huge you know this was such a good band and that never nothing ever came of it you know it's it's, it's such a shame such a shame you know sometimes it's but it's knowing the right people the right guy you know it's 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 all about that you know like it's, it's you have to be lucky it's it's yeah, totally totally but in the meantime what we can do as metalheads is keep just sharing what we like and having the conversation yeah, that's, what, that's that's what we used to do you know with with the tape trading scene and stuff like that that's that's what we did eh? you know we, we just yeah. We just sent tapes around to each other, and, and you discovered new bands, and wow! And then you sent to another mate, wow! Got a new great tape. Listen to this, you know. Yeah, that's how it, that's how it went, you know. And that's that's, then you reached the right people as well, you know. It's uh, back in the day, there was no there was no internet, there was no computers, and, and still, you know, mm, mm. there was a lot there was a lot of underground magazines and a lot of underground tape trading, and and people found out about your band, you know. Even back in the day, I received mail from from south america and and, and and from japan and stuff like that you know so yeah. it's yeah. so due to due to, to tape trading and stuff like that it's a, well let's just let's yeah. keep the spirit alive and let's keep uh let's keep the conversations going man but, yeah uh, exactly exactly i couldn't tell it better <laughs> I, i've taken up way too much of your time i was hoping this would be about 30 minutes 40 minutes so i, I want to thank you very much for being uh, very generous with your time and everything you've told no, me today no and everything that's come out of your mouth about the particular inner workings of roadrunner and how it worked with cyclone is it's um you know the entire project's about it's just about telling the story it's not it's not trying to air grievances or celebrate too much it's just how did this happen how did it turn into the yeah, 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 that it yeah. did? it's, um, it's going to give a it's going to give an honest view on, on the whole thing you know yeah i mean i think the, the big thing for me is like oh what's what's the value of a record label these days and then i think we to, we to tell that story we need to be able to understand what they did in the olden days you know i have a little anecdote you know to 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 add here is like uh, i remember like we like like in 1987 we uh we supported we did a support for for metallica in cool. belgium dude is we this, opened, this we, the um the documentary that red bull did um yeah um what's it called hooked on belgian metal that's it yeah hooked on belgium hooked on belgian metal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sorry carry on yeah so so we opened up for metallica in, 19, in 1987 uh and in, in one of the biggest uh you know halls here in belgium called forest national and uh and like in the backstage area, I, I was—I I just bumped into 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 uh, into Hatfield, you know, yeah, yeah. into James Hatfield, and uh, and I was uh, I was like wearing a, a badge from a band called Witchfind, mm. you know? and he goes like, "Oh, Witchfind, I love that band." I said, oh, "Man, I I uh, I love them also." So we started to talk, and uh, and then he checked out our band. He was at the side of the stage, and after the after the show, he comes to me and says, "Like, you know." I enjoyed your show so much. It's like uh, you know the, the enthusiasm in your band, and you guys are so tight. It reminds me of Metallica in the old days. Yeah. And then he's, he asked me, and he asked me the question like, oh, "Which label are you guys?" And I tell him, that "We're on Roadrunner." He says like, "Oh man, Roadrunner." I said, "Yeah." And then he said like, hmm, "Have you ever seen a penny?" 
said, I, I, I said, so far not. Nah, so did we. We never saw pennies. And, you know. Oh, <laughs> and Hetfield knew it. Yeah, he knew it. He said, like, you know, he just. <laughs> and I told him, I said, yeah, maybe, maybe it will still come, you know, because we only, you know, we would only be on Roadrunner like, like for for a year. I told him, I said, like, we never saw pennies. And I told him that I said like yeah, you guys are fucking Metallica, you know. I told him, and he and he just laughed, you know. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so, you know, that's, so that's such a good place to end it, man. Yeah, so much, you know. <laughs> All right. I'll good be in touch. To you, yeah, man. Oh, thanks very much. I'll be in touch with some dream troll and I'll check out some food and. Uh, Great. I'll, I'll you Great. a beer, man. Okay, man. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> All the best, mate. Alright, man, keep in touch, alright? Yeah, you can choose.